Warning. Anime Out of Context contains spoilers, explicit language, and general tomfoolery. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic, and you should not take their opinions as such. Listen at your own discretion, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I live stream myself screaming 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. And Remington, are you sure you're not confusing yourself for Yoshi? Oh, the best live stream on the internet today. Oh god, there are so many people that do so many more impactful and amazing things with live streaming technology. Mario Brothers is my favorite anime. That probably exists. It does. Not, I know it had, like, a westernized animation. Does it have an anime? Uh, technically, yes. Uh, but technically, no. It's complicated, Remington. <laughs> okay. Uh, well... There is a Mario anime, though, yes. Well, what are we jumping into this week? Unless it is the Mario anime, and I nailed it. <laughs> I don't think I would do that to you, Remington. Oh, thank God. Yet. Oh, fuck. Uh, but uh, as things stand, I have something else prepared, and honestly, Remington, I think it's gonna go pretty good. It's gonna be a pretty good one. Yeah, okay. What what's the matter, bud? When you say pretty good one, that means that there's a good chance you've put some degree of thought into it, and that's never good for me. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Do you think I don't put thought into my research? I, I mean, normally it's like, yeah, Jonan, it's the same exact fucking thing we've done a billion times. And so, I mean, it's a pretty easy job to do. <laughs> To be fair, yeah, no, I mean, when it comes to a lot of shonen, it isn't that hard. <laughs> it's like, all right, this one is from 2013, so you know it's probably bad. It's just how that works. There's a lot of good things in 2013, just there's a lot more bad things. <laughs> all right, so uh, with that said, what era are we jumping into? Uh, we are jumping into 2016. Okay, okay, that's good. That's out of the dark times, more, more modern, which means better. Mm-hmm. And uh, recently actually had a second season that uh, wrapped up. All right, second season, a little bit more frightening because oftentimes that means they couldn't tell a story in one season. But not always, so let's be hopeful. There's 26 episodes total. That's too many. That's not too many, Remington. Most TV shows have at least uh, 20 episodes before they get either canceled or more seasons renewed. The ideal anime size beyond zero episodes is 12 episodes. That's well established. It is not, though. <laughs> that, is, that is beyond false. It's in Remington rules of anime. Remington's <laughs> rules of good anime. <laughs> Remington's rules are bogus, man. Other rules include have a cute animal slash non-human thing. And kill a child off early and surprisingly. <laughs> Preferably one that you've started to really develop as a nuanced character. You know, I, hopefully one day you'll be connected to a murder charge. And, oh, God. And the police will just find a notebook of your anime notes and think, this guy's fucked up. All he talks about is child murder and cute animals. <laughs> this might be our guy. And both the child murder and the cute animals both have thumbs up. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, does this anime have cute animals or child murder, Sean? Um, mm, uh, uh, I, well, Not I, really. Okay, no. perfect. Okay. <laughs> so, things are starting out a little bit grim. I mean, if I remember correctly, there's a cute animal for, like, one scene. Okay, that's, that might be enough to keep me going. Fingers crossed. 
Okay, so what exactly are we jumping into this week, Sean? Oh, yes, there is a cute dog. I forgot. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, what we're jumping into, Remington, is we've actually kind of talked about it before, but not really. Oof. Okay. We haven't done it before. You don't need to worry about that. We're not making a return. Uh, but we are talking about uh, the product of a, well, very popular and very talented uh, manga writer. Writer. I'm not going to say artist. Oh, okay. So the only other, like, terrible art <laughs> that we've done, I think, is, like, One Punch Man. That was, like, talked about how terrible the art was. Ha, ha, ha. Exactly. That, that's my frame of reference where it was like, yeah, they had good content, but the art was, huh. Yeah, no, that is uh, that is one, is the uh, artist's writer's name. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, one. I love you. I love your stories to death, but goddamn, you can't draw, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've, we've got another one down that lineage. Exactly. He only has two major products currently, one being One Punch Man. And the other one is today's anime called Mob Psycho 100. Okay, I feel like I have very, very tangentially heard the name maybe once or twice. I believe we might have mentioned it in our One Punch Man episode. Yeah. Uh, and the thing about this show is, Remington, is it starts off with a very similar premise, uh, but then does everything completely different, has a completely different tone, a completely different style, and then a completely different um, methodology to telling a story. I mean, with a name like Mob Psycho, I, it feels pretty dark and gritty, pretty mm. wild. A wild, yes. <laughs> dark and gritty? Not really. Oh, okay. It actually inspires a lot of hope in a weird way. I'm, I'll am i be honest. Right now, I'm mostly imagining something like Akira. <laughs> like, Wait a minute. Do you think Akira inspires hope? I could. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. It, yeah. It can inspire hope. It has sort of a mob and definitely psychos. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're watching Akira part two. Oh, yeah. God, if we ever do a movie part two, I don't know how we'd crank out an hour's worth of content. Because <laughs> we'd sit down, like, we watch Akira again. We sit down, we watch Akira, and we're like, okay. That's yeah, pretty fucking weird, just like we said. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, what about this? No, no, we said that already. Uh, d d d uh, Tetsuo. No, no, we made plenty of jokes about that. I mean, you say that, Sean, but at the same time... That's every single old school shonen anime episode that we do. Oh, come on now, <laughs> It's all the fucking same. They have uh, a lot of differences layered throughout. Yeah, they're all of a different color palette, and that's about it. Anyway, back to this week's anime. So you have One Punch Man, which is a story about a guy who's a superhero for fun and is so blatantly overpowered that he can defeat anything with one punch. Yep. So and this one, we have... A member of a mob, and he's a psycho. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? You think that mob is actually a gang of people? I guess it could just be, like, maybe not a gang, but, like, angry mob. It's a group. No, no, no. Don't be ridiculous. No, it's... Is there another usage of mob? I mean, in this case, there is. Okay, and what is that case? Uh, it's his name. <laughs> okay, okay. So... <laughs> Okay, you got a guy named Mob, which first of all, bad name. Second of all, he he is a psycho. Uh, kind of, but no, not in the cuckoo crazy regard. He is a psycho. Doesn't stand for psychopath. It actually actually stands for psycho hallucinogenic drugs, and he's just tripping balls the whole time. Uh, when you're watching the show, you'll feel like that, but no. <laughs> okay, what what is it? Well, 
Whereas One Punch Man is a story about a guy who's blatantly physically overpowered, Mob Psycho is about a character who is blatantly mentally overpowered. All right, so Death Note. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, by using his mind to create physical... He's a psychic. He's a psychic. Oh, oh He's okay. a psychic, yeah. He's a blatantly overpowered psychic slash exorcist. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, you know. You got One Punch versus Mob Psycho 100. You know, it's kind of the why, parallel Why there. is it 100? Uh, well, that actually does get answered in the show. Oh, thank God. Uh, very early on, in fact. Um, in a very clever and really interesting way. Uh, but basically, what this show is about, Remington, is is uh, about our main character, uh, Shigeo Kageyama. That's Otherwi- not Mob. Otherwise known as Mob. So Mob is a nickname? Yep. F- based on what? <laughs> It's uh, like, hey, mob. Basically, uh, it's just to. I'll be honest, I actually just forgot the reason. It just left my head. God damn it, Sean. You're supposed to be the professional. I am supposed to be the professional, but uh, I forgot that that might be a question you would ask. It's a pretty, pretty apparent question. It is true. I feel like it's a damn good one. I, I am the Remington, and I speak for the ignorant listeners, for I am one. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is true. Give me one second. Ah, right. Uh, so, uh, basically, Remington. Uh, Mob is his nickname because he doesn't really stand out much. He's kind of just a member of the crowd. Uh, Mabu, you know, very faceless, kind of like a John Doe type of uh, feature. Oh, perfect. That's the type of character. What you're telling me right now is that our character is literally known for being a bland bitch protagonist in the world in which he resides. He's not a bland bitch protagonist, though. I don't know. That's what you just described, though. He doesn't. He has a hard time expressing his emotions and does everything he can to keep his emotions in check. All right. So right now, from your description, I'm just hoping that it's basically Death Note. It's not. That's disappointing. It's a shonen battle anime. Fuck. Okay, well. This is one of the best anime I've ever seen in my entire life, Remington. (laughs) Yeah, but your opinions suck. Oh, fuck (laughs) you. (laughs) Allow me to actually go into this before I fucking kill you. All right. So, Mob. (laughs) Yep. From a very young age, uh, realizes he has psychic powers. Uh, but his psychic powers are directly connected to his emotions. Okay, so that's sort of why he tries to control it. Exactly. With psychic powers, what kind of psychic powers are we talking about? Can he bend spoons? Yes. Telekinesis? Yes. Telepathy? Yes. Can he do horoscopes real good? Uh, actually, I don't think so. I think uh, that's one of the areas he has a rough time Fraudulent with. psychic. <laughs> Yeah, you can move things with your brain, but if you can't cold read me based on my horoscope, are you even really a psychic? (laughs) (laughs) Which hilarious. Does he not scam people out of their life savings? Because if not, he's not a true psychic. No, that's the other main character. Okay, see, the other main character is a true psychic then. (laughs) And I'll be honest, the other main character, I say main character. He's probably my favorite character in the whole show, and I think he will be yours as well. Okay, perfect. Uh, that would be Arata Reagan, and he is uh, fantastic. Oh, excuse me, Arataka Reagan. Uh, he is a self-proclaimed psychic who exercises evil spirits as a spirit counselor, uh, and he is also Mob's mentor and boss. Here's the catch, though. Not actually a psychic. I love him already. Yeah. <laughs> That's my kind of character. It's basically just you if you were likable. <laughs> 
Oh, that's such a wide chasm, Sean. Exactly. <laughs> you say it's just like me, except nothing like me. <laughs> <laughs> and ever since he uh, realized he had these abilities, he decide he realizes that they're dangerous and problematic, and by suppressing his emotions, keeping them in check, he can't accidentally hurt anybody, which he has in the past. You know, it's a very Hulk type of mentality. Yes, all right, so we're doing the good old hero's journey deal here. He's denying that he wants anything to do with it. Uh, not exactly, no. He doesn't dislike his powers, per se. He just doesn't think he should be using them for uh, what most people use psychic powers in this universe for, i.e. Uh, violence, uh, dramatic exorcism. Okay, so uh, many what people have psychic powers. Yes, but it's still a bo- on the borderline secret side of things. There are still people who don't believe psychics are a thing. Oh, yes, but see, one problem I always have with this sort of thing, anything that has superheroes or psychics or magic and it's like yeah these are real but the general public just doesn't know like it's the general public of the world put into this actually magical world and it's like i don't know man i will nine times out of ten it's very poorly done because it's like yeah everyone should know i will say that by the end of the series everybody knows okay good because yeah like can't hide it for very long. No, no, no. You can't hide it forever. And there's some dramatic things that happen throughout the show, especially in the second season, that makes it impossible to hide. Uh, and by the end of the series, it is an established fact that psychics are 100% a thing. Uh, but early on, it's still basically our world to the point where people have these ghost-based scenarios, but not everybody has them, so they're not certain they're entirely real. How do you get psychic powers? Are you born with them? Is it Maybelline? Do you learn it? <laughs> it is actually Maybelline. I knew it! <laughs> uh, yeah, if your hair is of a lustrous sheen, you will develop mental capabilities. Oh, I'm fucking set, boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would be the most wonderful psychic. I, I'd be all right, just not quite at your level. Yeah, I'll, I'll train you. Oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> You'll be the Reagan to my mob. Yeah. I can keep my emotions in check. It's fine. Oh, boy. Okay, so, but how do they get or develop or learn psychic uh, powers? It's how mostly, does that work? It's mostly an innate um, thing that there, people are born with. So they, is it genetic? In a way, it seems to be, but not entirely. It just seems like a... Mutation is probably the way I'd I'd uh, phrase it. Some people have the mutation to develop psychic powers, and with these psychic powers, they can do a variety of different things. Some people are uh, good at a certain aspect of being psychic, others not so much. Uh, some people might be able to manifest psychic energy in a kinetic form. Some might be able to do telepathy. Some might be able to read the minds of others. You know, just a variety of whatever you would consider a psychic power. Uh, pyrokinesis is an option. Uh, just... A variety of superpowers. Okay, so it's taken the broad view of psychic that basically means you can do whatever the fuck you want with your brain. Not exactly, but in a sense. What can't they do? Give me the rules right fucking now, Sean. (laughs) Because you know that by the end, I'm going to be like, yeah, it was good, but they didn't establish the fucking rules of their system so they could just do whatever the fuck they wanted. And then I'll be frustrated and I'll be annoyed. Give Give me some ground rules. Uh, ultimately, uh, the thing about the psychics is their physical bodies are relatively weak, so... You got a world full of beta bitches, so if you just get one swole motherfucker, you can take them down. Essentially, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that is actually uh, part of the plot, because uh, Shigeo is one of the weakest, scrawniest kids imaginable. (laughs) Uh, It was basically like me in junior high. 
Okay, so th- so this anime is just like being vicariously powerful, strong, popular, and useful for all of the scrawny, nerdy kids. In, in a way, yes. <laughs> but at the same time, it's actually a really interesting coming of age character growth story and learning how to accept yourself for who you are as well as what uh, is qualified as normal and what is okay to do with your own capabilities. And it's okay to be bad at some things and try to do other things. And it's a very interesting study into character and it subverts the typical shonen. Uh, overpowered character just beating the shit out of everything as frequently as possible uh, constantly. So much so that one of Mob's philosophies is he does not ever want to use his powers to hurt people. Okay, so he's a pacifist. In a lot of ways, yes. Okay, and then there are going to be moments where it's like, but you gotta, they're real bad. We're faced with Hitler. You gotta hurt Hitler. And that does happen, but that's kind of the case with the whole great power, great responsibility thing. But for the most part, Mob is not really a combatant unless he loses control. Okay, so what I'm worried about is that this will quickly devolve into the common trope of essentially Jacqueline Hyde situation that we've seen a bunch, lightly used in something like Yu-Gi-Oh!, heavily used in something like Naruto, where you essentially have a different form that you can't control, is super-duper-powered. It's your angry, edgy form, and I'm worried that that's going to be the case. In a way, kind of. Fuck. But it's done in such a way that it is both amazing, clever, and uh, fascinating to watch, and when you're watching it, you think, wow, that's amazing, and the after-effects of Mob breaking his credo are actually felt by the characters and by you, because any time Mob is in a position where he uses his powers on another person, he has lost, and that is what this entire story kind of emphasizes. Okay, I can appreciate that, because frankly, one of my most common criticisms of way too many shonen is that there aren't any consequences and everyone basically just feels like meaningless cannon fodder. And if choices matter and if lives matter, then I think that I'm going to be a little bit more optimistic. It is probably one of my favorite anime of all time, Remington, easily in my top 10. Woo! Uh, so much, like I put it uh, in the same, I'd probably put it if... Uh, a place further than the universe is in my top five. Yep. It's within five of that. Do you think that this show has potential to be the second good shonen anime right next to Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood for me? Yes. Ooh. Because it's but written by the same studio. Oh, ooh, okay. Okay, that, that's good. That's, that's it's, promising. It's by my favorite studio, honestly, when it comes to shonen. Because so far, there have been quite a few shonen that I've sort of liked or thought were okay, but there's only been one that I really enjoyed mm-hmm. and would actively watch more of, and that's Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And so I'm hoping, I'm hoping to add another one to the list. That way, p- people don't think that I hate all shonen. Just most. <laughs> uh, Remington... This show, uh, which the studio in question is Bones. Good old Bones. Yes, uh, we've watched one other show by them, and that was My Hero Academia. That one got good in the last 20%. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We've gotten many emails that disagree with you heavily on that. But (laughs) But we've gotten people who understood as well. Yes, but they still disagreed with you. Uh, And uh, Bones also did Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and they are just really good at uh, shonen and shonen animation. 
this show has some of the best action scenes in the entire like subgenre of shonen I've ever seen. Some beautiful Sakuga work and fights that just feel impactful and powerful in the same way that One Punch Man fights feel, even though that one was done by Madhouse and the second season was done by a studio that doesn't know how to animate too well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, the second season for One Punch Man uh, came out. Different studio, not as good animation, like nowhere near as good. And Maybe it... they're just sticking to the source material. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, no, we can't be visually good. It's, it's, it's against the principle of the thing. <laughs> uh, no, as that was disproved by Madhouse's version. No, it, it ended up getting rushed out. And when we do an episode, more episodes on One Punch Man, we'll talk about it. Uh, but the thing you'll, the first thing you'll notice about Mob Psycho is that it essentially closely emulates one's style. Okay. It's hard to look at at first, but once you get used to it, it is incredibly well animated and clever in how it uses its characters and animations and reactions uh, to the point where it's like, this is really well animated, even if it looks really ugly at times. Okay. And aesthetic has never been a wildly huge, important thing for me. It helps, certainly. And many of the more modern anime that we've seen have been absolutely stunning, even when they're something as silly as, like, last week with laid-back Cam. That was beautiful, but it was super chill and casual. Mm -hmm. But you don't need that, and it's not super important for me. I care more about stories, characters, relationships, etc. Okay, I'm feeling tentatively optimistic about this. And that's what this show is about. It's about the human interactions between the characters deciding what you should do with your abilities as well as uh, what you decide is worth your morals and worth uh, breaking them in order to achieve a goal or stop something from happening, which is a superhero thing that has been done several times. But Mob Psycho has a way of doing it that is very human in a lot of ways. This is one of the more human shonen we will ever do, I feel. Lord knows I can appreciate that. Yeah. And just a brief summary of what the story is. Mob of, uh, runs into Reagan. Reagan realizes he's an actual psychic that can actually do psychic things. And as he is constantly being uh, hired to remove spirits, sometimes fake and sometimes real ones, he will summon Mob to come and actually exercise them under the guise of teaching him how to uh, be a, a proper psychic and control his powers. Perfect. I dig it. All yeah. right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be optimistic. I'm going to be hopeful. Who knows, maybe on the other end, I will have another shonen that I actually enjoy, or alternatively, maybe I'm going to be in a lot of pain and tilt Sean off the face of the earth. Uh, not just me, Remington. Oh, boy. Several people. Oh, oh, how many people have recommended this to us, Sean? Nine. Oh, boy. Wow. Okay. And probably several more. Oh. I think we've gotten a couple on Twitter uh, as well. Oh, boy. Okay. So uh, before we get into it, I just want to say thank you to all of you. Uh, so thank you, Tom, Rebecca, Pretty, uh, Karate Guru 007, uh, Hugh, AZ, uh, Caleb, Hunter, and Hunter. <laughs> two two hunters. Two hunters. One of them is one of our dear friends, Hunter. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I am familiar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he loves this show. Oh, no. With a passion. <laughs> I'm sorry, Hunter. And he's our DM, so you gotta be fucking careful. I'm sorry. I'd like to apologize in advance. <laughs> Quit listening now. <laughs> Remington, this is one of my favorite shows of all time. I put it about the same level as Full Metal Alchemist for myself, and hopefully you will as well. Well... <laughs> it wasn't like that before the second season, but after watching the second season, I can firmly assume that is the case. Well, let's hope it can prove itself. 
No, Remington, let's hope you can prove yourself. That's been proven to be incorrect. I can't. <laughs> well, Remington, let's go watch some Mob Psycho 100. If everyone is not special, maybe you can be what you want to be. So let's learn the good Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming eight whole episodes of the hit 2016 anime Mob Psycho 100. And Remington, before we get started, I do have one thing to say. Yep. This is a lot of people's favorite anime of all time. <laughs> so tread carefully. Uh, I have one thing to say. So Sean used his bullshit rule. He didn't mention that he was doing the bullshit rule. And for the uninitiated, normally we watch three to five episodes. But for every set of ten episodes, Sean can use a bullshit rule and just say, we're going to watch more. So we watched more. Hey, I only took it to eight. I didn't make you watch a whole season like last time. Which is good, but I don't think I can thank you because it's like, yeah, all right. The crazed serial killer only chopped off my leg. He didn't chop me into bits. And don't get me wrong, that's preferable, but still more than I would like. I thought you haven't seen the Saw movies. <laughs> <laughs> but Remington, this show is worth the bullshit rule. It is a fantastically well-written show with a lot of interesting characters and interesting ideas. And uh, the power of friendship, man, you just feel it burning throughout you throughout the entire series. And that's one of the things that makes this great. But Remington, the real question is, what do you think? You're the enigma of hatred. <laughs> you are a violent and crazed individual who has just undying hatred for anything that is not animal and or cute. So I have to ask, Remington, what, do you, what did you think? I mean, yeah, it was pretty good. Yes! Oh, that's something, and I just totally peaked the mic, and Dylan's gonna love that later. <laughs> I, I, it's, I mean, it's, it's One Punch Man, but with a slightly different premise, but almost the exact same so much else. <laughs> Honestly? <laughs> the the it... comedy is wildly similar. I think that, I, I think this, I would rank higher than One Punch Man. As you should. A little bit, but they're, they are very, very close. Like, if, if you really like One Punch Man, then you'll really like this. If you really don't like One Punch Man, you probably won't like this. Like, if if you like one, it, it's a very strong correlation to if you will like the other. And you are kind of correct in saying that these are very similar anime, but the tone and uh, character choices they make are very different from one another. Maybe? There's no maybe about it, Remington. Maybe towards, like, the, the past couple episodes we've seen, but at the same time, I watched less of One Punch Man, so I don't know if it develops in a similar direction. But at least for the first five episodes, nearly identical in so many ways. Which is uh, what draws people in. It Which is isn't a bad thing. Like, these are fine qualities to have. Uh, very good qualities, in fact. Uh, the characters draw you in. You, you find them to be amusing. There's some really good comedy, some good visual gags, and some good just top-tier reactions, I'd like to say, Remington. They are so delightfully hideous in all kinds of colorful <laughs> and creative ways, and that's wonderful. Yeah, overall, I have uh, quite a lot of good thoughts on it, and I have one overarching bad thought. So we can either save the bad for later or save all of the good for later. Uh, there are many good and one big bad. I feel like I'm going to have to yell at you again, Remington. <laughs> you will 
will heavily disagree with my big bad spooky point. Oh no. Okay. You're, you're going to be angry that I would even bring it up. So we can we can hold it off for later and have a nice civil conversation, or we can get it over with. What would you prefer, Sean? What I would prefer, Remington, is you to not say anything that makes me want to kill you any more than I already do. Hey, man, you're the one who decided on having an anime podcast with me. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. You're, you've done this to me, so you have to deal with the ramifications. And I'm just saying that you're not... That the ramifications... I will have to deal with them, not as much as you'll have to deal with them. Unfortunately. So I think we kind of have to get it out of the way so that you can redeem yourself with some good qualities. What is your biggest issue with Mob Psycho 100? You know what? No, because of that, I'm going to hold it off. Oh, come on. <laughs> let's let's discuss it, and eventually, eventually, we'll get to it. Oh, you can't just build me up like that. You can't just give me a choice and then take it away from me. Wait a minute. You've done that many times before, you son of a bitch. Shout out to the Cory in the House episode, the best episode that we have had yet. <laughs> <laughs> disagree heavily so what where should we start besides the big bad sean well remington uh mob psycho 100 is uh primarily two things it's a visually driven show and a character driven show because the overarching plot is there for mob psycho 100 you know it's the child development and uh the character growth of our surrounding cast of characters but the characters themselves are the real focal point so let's jump in on those characters themselves. I want to know, what do you think of Mob? Uh, I think he's pretty solid. He's, I mean, I've already said this, but it brings me back to One Punch Man. And definitely the art style influences it because it's just the exact same face and shape of face. Uh, well, that's just, just one. It's that's just, just one. Yeah. yeah. No, that's just, <laughs> it just, it's just his protagonist face. Yeah. And I, I thought it was, it was good. Uh, not a whole lot amazing about the character, but not terrible by any means. It doesn't diminish, and it has some really good moments with Mob, so I think it works for what it is. I think he's a really good character, Remington, and here's why. Because he is exactly what every one of us was in middle school. He's a kid who's trying his best to hide his emotions to the point where he's not causing problems or issues for other people, and sometimes that can lead to social awkwardness and misunderstanding of other people, and oh my god, that is a real feeling that I just have a hard time ignoring. You imply that now we are over that, now that I am able to be perfectly open with my emotions, but Sean, I think we both know that's untrue. No, no, we, <laughs> we defend our horrible emotional issues with bad comedy. No, and I, I do like that it does represent that sort of hiding emotions, and it explained the process well, and it's done a good job of explaining the psychology of the matter, which I appreciate, rather than just doing a bad trope and just laying it there and being done with it, it has done good enough, I think, to exploring the psychology behind why he is the way he is and also in a relatable fashion. And a lot of what makes the show really good, Remington, is mob psychology and how he interacts with other people, how they interact with him, and how each character changes the other. Because I don't know if you've noticed this, Remington, but in every single fight that mob has been forced to be a part of, he manages to change his opponent in some way, but his opponent also manages to change him in a, a slightly different way. Which I think is really good, although I think that its execution has been a little bit formulaic for my liking. It's a good thing to do that we don't see enough of, 
but it would also be nice if we saw it done in a little bit more nuanced or interesting or varied way. It has had a little bit repetition when it comes to the fights, but that is a lighter critique. Yes, and it's an, a critique that is quickly ramified in the episodes to come. Uh, for those of you who have seen the show and are well caught up but don't know the exact episode numbers, where we are in the show is we cut it off right as uh, Mob's little brother and a bunch of other lesser psychics get kidnapped by the uh, secret psychic society known as... I was about to say Scar, but that's not it. God damn it, Sean. Claw. Yes, <laughs> that's it. Claw, Scar, you get the idea. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, what a professional. Yes, the secret society, a psychic society known as Claw. And we cut off there with Mob recovering from getting his ass kicked and him planning to go and rescue his brother and his brother's friends, which is a pretty decent stopping point for a good first impression, as well as uh, the point where the show really kicks it into high gear and gets you excited for more nuanced fights and more fantastical fights and seeing more fights between the other characters and the other uh, enemies, what kinds of manipulations of psychic abilities can be used to just make a wonderful spectacle fight. And I won't even talk about the stuff that happens in Season 2 yet, because the stuff in Season 2 is like, oh man, it makes the show like a thousand times better, and I could talk about it for ages, but we're not there yet, Remington, and I don't want to ruin it for you. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, Mob. Mob is great. And I'm sure that as we go further and further into the show, you'll understand why he's great and how he gets to be more of an amazing character and more of a, just a good person that we can all kind of look up to in a way. But for right now, Mob is just, eh, okay, he's pretty good for yeah. you. That's all he, right. He gets a, a general thumbs up. That's good. That's good. Okay, okay. Uh, let's talk about my favorite character of the show. Uh, let's talk about Reagan Arataka. I mean, obviously the best character. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like looking into a mirror sometimes, Sean. I told you... <laughs> It was just you if you were likable, man. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and easily the best character, number one, most interesting, most fun. There's there's not a bad moment when Reagan is on the screen. He just oozes charisma. And not like the slimy, skeevy charisma you'd expect from a fake psychic who is, uh, quote unquote, using a child to get his uh, ends meet. Uh, but just like a silly, goofy type of charisma that you can't help but like him, even though he's doing something that's not exactly the most mo amoral thing. Which is one of the things this show just does really well. It's not afraid to just be goofy for goofy's sake. And it's not going to try and bring it into a huge moment. It's not going to try and make a huge punchline out of it. Or it's not, or it's not going to try to keep repeating the same joke over and over and over and over again, a la Krogan a Basket. No, instead, it's just going to have a goofy thing, point out the goofy thing, and then just keep going. And that's great, because then you have all of these silly, ridiculous moments that just exist in this silly, ridiculous world. And that is a wonderful experience, wouldn't you say? What's your favorite thing about Reagan? Oh, uh, favorite thing about Reagan. Uh, I, I do, I, I like the obsession with salt, but more so, I think my favorite thing is all the deflections. Uh, <laughs> all, all the excuses. Uh, every, every single one is different, but related and interesting and fun. So basically, it's just what you do in daily life, and especially in this podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Because every time I ask you something remotely weeb-related off mic, you just immediately are like, oh, what's that thing over there? <laughs> if I can avoid weeb, then I will. You're stuck with me, boy. I'm like the jelly to your peanut butter. And let me tell you, I'm not a good kind of jelly. I'm like that weird jalapeno jelly. Nobody, oh, no. nobody likes it, yet they'll insist they can have it on a peanut butter sandwich, and it's just the worst thing ever. What I'm trying to say is, is I'm disgusting, but you're stuck with me. Hey, eventually I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going down with you, buddy. Oh, God. Friends till the end. Oh, no. Because <laughs> like jelly, you, uh, you just can't wash me off. I'm too sticky. I, hmm? <laughs> I, I don't know if that's how that quite works. Ha have you ever just accidentally touched jelly, Remington? It's the worst feeling. How many times have you accidentally touched jelly? Normally it's very <laughs> contained. I mean, anytime I try to make a jelly sandwich, I'm like, oh, this will be a nice, clean, reasonable experience. And then I just go for the jelly. The peanut butter's nicely laid out. It's all nice, pristine. It's clean. And then I go for the jelly. I get the jelly, then just it just kind of bloops everywhere. And then it's like, ah, crap, it's all over the floor. I got to kind of wipe it up, try to wipe it up. Then I get more jelly on my hands, and then it's just everywhere, and it's sticky, and it's gross, and then I feel miserable. This got real Freudian real quick. <laughs> <laughs> jelly talk aside, Remington. Uh, which, actually, I'm not certain this is the first time I've brought up my uh, my issues with jelly. <laughs> Your issues with blooping. Uh, <laughs> what, what next character should we discuss? Uh, those are like our two main characters oh, yeah, and the two the backbones two of the important. show. And I can't really get into why Arataka is one of the best characters ever until about the end of the first season and the middle of the second season. But for right now, suffice to say, even though he is manipulative and a con man, he still cares about Mob. And that comes through, and I think that's the most important thing. For sure. And I think the fact that the characters thus far presented, the vast majority have been just genuinely good people, it definitely contributes to it being a good show. Because too often it feels like shows need have the need to turn their characters into just jackasses who are rude to each other for no reason other than to create false conflict and it's just nice to have characters who give a shit and who are just generally good people uh were you just talking about yourself there for a second remington uh i was talking see where whereas i in this anime i like what i see in myself uh in other anime i hate what i see in myself so it's it's a nice little introspection fair enough fair enough Okay, uh, let's talk about uh, one of my other favorite characters. Uh, let's talk about Ekubo, or as he is uh, more commonly known, Dimple. Dimple. Dimple, uh, quite entertaining, uh, nice and, and silly. Uh, the, uh, that's about it. Yeah. I mean, he, he's just there to add some levity at times. Yes, and believe it or not, he does get character development as the show goes on. I expect it. They've they've shown him that he he is a mainstay. He's been killed a couple times, and he's he keeps coming back. So, which actually brings up an interesting point. Uh, one thing that this show really does well that I love to pieces is its use of shonen tropes, and it's just subversion of those tropes because it uses every typical shonen trope you could imagine, and then just kind of undercuts it with a level of self awareness that makes it all the more worth enjoying while not completely disregarding the trope as a whole. You can definitely tell that this is a very self-aware anime. It has a really good idea of what it is and what it wants to accomplish. And granted, in the past few episodes, it started a really gritty turn of events where it started taking itself quite a bit more seriously in the past couple episodes that we have seen, like seven and eight. Uh, I think that overall, it still did okay in the transition. I think the transition could have been done a little 
But nonetheless, I think overall, it still has a really good hold on what it is. And it will continue to do so throughout the entire series. Uh, and it will have those gritty, dark, edgy shonen moments that... Uh, Growing up, I always loved because I was an edgy weeb. Yep. Uh, and I still love because I'm still a bit of an edgy weeb. But that's yep. besides the point. Uh, and it handles everything really well. One is a fantastic writer. And if any of you have not consumed any of his content, go do so immediately. Like, what are you waiting? Why are you listening to us? That's <laughs> There are better things you could be doing with you your time. You can go be watching or checking out one's masterpieces or you can be on twitter with anime dog of the day okay now hold on <laughs> you can't keep plugging them every episode remington i know you're a big fanboy at heart but i just want a sponsorship from them and by sponsorship I mean, I just want them to listen. I just want them to hear us. I want them to appreciate us even one-tenth as much as I appreciate them. <laughs> I mean, I get it, Rem. I get it. But don't you think it's a little bit too pandering? It's not like I go uh, out on a limb every day pronouncing my eternal dying love for Matt Mercer. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Do we have dignity now? Is that something we have? Fair point. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but Dimple, great character. Yeah, pretty solid. Good good little mascot character, I suppose you could call him. Yeah. Who has great punchlines, great reactions, and is just fun. Okay, uh, then let's talk about... Uh, this will be a brief one, because there are a lot of uh, characters in this show, and not a lot of them are really worth talking about at this point. Yeah, I'll just make the, the blanket note. Overall, it has a really nice ensemble where it's able to make it feel like all of the little characters actually matter, which is one of my most common critiques, especially with Shonen, is that they live in a bubble. With this show, they don't live in a bubble, and it shows that even the characters who don't get a lot of screen time do exist, or at least seem to exist, and it's also been able to develop a lot of characters decently well in a short amount of time. You know who my favorite of these side characters is, Rem? Who? Uh, that would be Gota Musashi. That's a big muscle guy, leader of the fitness club. I, I, I like Wholesome Muscle Man. Uh, he, he's just a great dude. He's, he's there to just uh, defend the little guy and cheer him up and urge him on. He's very Armstrong in that regard, and I love he, that he fact. He is. Uh, you, everyone needs an Armstrong, and, and he is this show's Armstrong. God, I wish I had an Armstrong. Oh, if only. One day. One day. Uh, why don't you just get ripped and then be my Armstrong, Remington? Or wait, you can't be that supportive because you hate everything. <laughs> I, th th this is a true fact. Uh, me and my girlfriend, who you'll recall, adores JoJo. And As she should. And her favorite character is Cars from JoJo. Uh, she, she made me promise that if I ever get ripped, I will cosplay as Cars. And I want that to happen so bad because I can just <laughs> picture the suffering and the edge that would be produced from your body would be sublime. I, I agree to it because I think it's unlikely. So fingers crossed. <laughs> We have some buff friends. We can work this oh, out. Oh, no. <laughs> Becoming buff against my will. No. Forced upon fitness. <laughs> and I, I think the only other real character of note is the one with great hair. Or yes. Uh, that would not be... Not quite great hair, but he, he bought great hair. <laughs> uh, the character you're referring to is Teruki Hanazawa, who is kind of the first real fight that Mob kind of finds himself in. And honestly, what a cool fight. I mean, it was pretty decent. I wouldn't say that it's a cool fight, but it was a pretty good moment. I think so far, the fights haven't been wildly interesting to me. It still has 
the total shonen trope of super move after super move rather than many interactions between them, and that's sort of disappointing, but it's still been okay in this regard. So I don't think the fighting has been incredible right now, but it's been okay. It's been passable. Oh, and that's where I heavily disagree, Remington, because my god, the Sakuga in these fight scenes is just, oh, it makes you melt with how smooth it is and how violent it can be and the impact you feel at every single hit. It's just, oh, so good. Uh, but that's a that's just a different of values, Remington. It's like the jelly thing. <laughs> okay. If we could just never bring up the jelly thing again. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> what, you don't want our next running joke to be jelly? <laughs> you don't think that when, could be when, a wealth of comedy? When when we go to our daughter, I believe her name was Samantha, and we and she asks us, Daddy, Daddy, how was I made? And we're like, well, so think about jalapeno jelly. And then we just... <laughs> oh, God. It's... The worst edutainment commercial. Talk about a sticky situation, am oh, I right? no, 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 no. <laughs> Oh, we would be the worst parents. <laughs> or possibly the best. No, no, not possibly the best. No, just leave it at the... Possibly not the worst. We're either the worst or maybe not, but it doesn't get much higher. Well, think of it this way. If we turn out to be just complete shitheads, maybe through our combination of two negatives, it'll turn into a positive, and then we'll have the best kid ever. Bitch, this ain't multiplication. It's not how it works. I mean, it could be. I know how brains work, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, so we've, we've discussed some of the most important characters. And then the rest are all generally good. There's a whole lot of miscellaneous characters. Uh, there's one character that we haven't really talked about who's Ooh, had a okay. lot of um, screen time as of late and has a lot oh, of character of course, growth. of course, of course. And that would be uh, Mob's little brother, Ritsu. What are your thoughts on him? Uh, especially early on, I thought that Ritsu was a very compelling character. I sort of lost a bit of interest when he got powers and that, I don't know, it just felt like a less interesting choice and th that there could have been more interesting options available than that. But still, overall, still a good character. Just, I, I was disappointed with that choice. Yeah, and I can see why you would be, but I still think it's a perfectly good choice. It's a fine choice. It just isn't an interesting one. Like, it's the decision you would make if you're making a shonen. Yeah, cool, okay. And that's fine. It's a perfectly fine decision. But my problem with it is that it's just fine. Yeah, it's the status quo. That, that's it. I and think it, that, that's fine. But I want more than fine. I, I think it's definitely more than fine because what they do with it, yeah, he gets the powers, which, you know, that's the typical thing for a lot of these underdog characters who have a a bit of a uh, complex of the hero or, oh God, what was the fancy literary term I learned the other day because I'm a nerd and I kept researching this crap. Uh, Lancer, I think was the term. Uh, it's a something of five man band type of uh, antics and uh, character stories and tropes. Okay. Uh, basically the idea is the foil to the hero who uh, either, who disagrees with the hero a lot, has a lot of connection to said hero and sometimes goes against the hero, you know, just a good rival type character or just a character that helps the other characters build. But it's the type of rivalry that we have seen so many times in almost the exact fashion. Oh, I am inadequate to you and I am so angry that I'm inadequate to you and I'm really self-conscious about that. But eventually I have the opportunity to be as powerful. No, fuck it. I'm going to be more powerful. In fact, fuck everybody. I'm going to be mildly evil and unstable and powerful. And 
it just it's just been done. It has been. And it's been done a lot. And it's been done a lot in almost this exact same fashion. And that's what I am not huge about. And so he's still a fine character, but he could have been better, more interesting, I think. I still think he's perfectly all right because the way he affects the world around him and his personal character growth, as well as how he affects Mob and the people around him, proved to be an excellent use of this trope. Again, it's the trope subversion. It uses the trope. It's not a subversion, though. It's it's the trope. It is the trope, but he does it in, uh, he uses an undercutting methodology to make it more different from the trope itself. The trope has not been subverted in any way thus far, and maybe it gets subverted later, but eight episodes in, it is 100% the trope. Well, trust me. It does get even better, and Ritsu is a fantastic character, and most people will agree with me on that. The only people that don't agree, I think... Actually, I'm having a hard time thinking of people that don't agree with me. Huh. This is a very popular show, Remington. <laughs> Which, weirdly enough, not as popular as One Punch Man. Yeah, I, I think it's better than One Punch Man, but... I don't know, I can understand One Punch Man being more popular. Yeah, it's actually got an 8.5 on Mal. Yeah, yeah, which I still never trust the weeps. I don't trust, <laughs> I don't trust Mal at all. <laughs> I mean, that's fair, but I mean, considering it's ranked number 96 out of all anime. I don't know, man. <laughs> you gotta have some faith in people, man. I have faith in you sometimes, and it immediately gets displaced, but that's besides <laughs> the point. See, and that's how I feel just with the anime community. All right. So those are the characters, and they're pretty great. Uh, we get to see a bunch of fancy monsters and villains, and overall, the the way the show is animated and presented to us is beautiful in a weird kind of psychedelic fashion. What do you think of the world itself, Remington? Uh, I think it's really interesting. It's very well stylized all throughout. The different ideas presented are, are pretty neat. I think that overall, the world, while I still find it a little bit silly that no one has known about psychics, especially the way it's been presented thus far, where people really should have been able to figure it out on a broad level. And so that critique I had in part one and thought I might have, I do have, but I also acknowledge that it's a very small critique because we have to have some suspension of disbelief sometimes. Yeah, that's what makes watching uh, television fun, Remington. Suspension <laughs> of disbelief. Well, but it's not just that... I can accept that their world is different. It's just I would like it if their world was more coherent within itself and followed its own rules. And don't get me wrong, many, many shows, almost all of them, break their own rules sometimes, especially with the early premises. And so I'm willing to forgive that to a very large extent, but nonetheless, it would be preferable if it wasn't that way. This is just one of those small things like that. And I will say, like I said in part one, as the show continues, more and more uh, outside viewings of the psychic events happens. And you saw a bit of taste of that uh, when the school is destroyed in the fight between Mob and Teru. But yeah, but how hasn't that type of thing happened so many times before? Unless psychics are a very, very new phenomena, then this type of shit should have been happening for quite some time. And there should be quite a lot of recorded instances of it. And to an extent there are, but the scale is the important thing. Uh, uh, the idea is that until this point, we haven't seen this kind of destruction and power on this scale, or at the very least, if there was this kind of power, it wasn't at a point where it could be easily recorded. There's only been one person that we've seen as a psychic who hasn't initially been a loose fucking cannon, and that is our main character, Mob. Everyone else, when they have the, have the powers, until they at least interact with Mob a little bit, 
are wild loose cannons who don't really give a fuck about how they use the powers. And so, you you want me to believe that in all of the time that psychics have existed, none of these loose cannons have gone fucking crazy. And none of them have gone buck wild while there happened to be some cameras around. That just seems a little bit silly. And once again, this is a small critique, but I think it would be a, a difficult argument to make that that makes sense. You can make it that it doesn't really matter, and that's the route I'm going, but you can't say it doesn't make sense. I've got the perfect answer for you, Remington. Oh, okay, here we go. Swamp gases. Oh, swamp <laughs> gases. There we are. You know what? I would like to redact everything I've said. I've been swayed. There, see? I knew I'd get you one of these days. The perfect argument. <laughs> I knew as soon as I got you on Team Asuka, you would be there for the rest of your life. <laughs> Good. I, I've, I've been on Team Asuka since, uh, let's see, uh, what episode did we do? Two that was two? five, my dude. Since I still don't know Asuka. <laughs> but since episode five, I've been Team Asuka. <laughs> uh, even though Team Asuka just means between her and Taiga. Hey, for Team Asuka, man. <laughs> Team Oscar all the way. Even more so now that Torador is mediocre. All right, oh. let's continue on. Let's continue forward. Those wounds were finally starting to heal, Remington. <laughs> you son of a bitch. So what should what what should we hit up next, John? Okay. 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 What do you think of the animation, Remington? Because overall the art style is strange. And yep. the animation itself is incredibly well done and very pretty, which is a weird contrast to the uh, hideousness of the art style at times. Yeah, I think that overall I'm impressed. It has a lot of really nice moments, a lot of quite ambitious and nice looking or very stylistic moments. I think that generally it's quite fluid and it gets its point across very well. Animation wise, thumbs up. And I think as soon as you see the OP that you will agree, like the OP It'll, it'll show you what you're going to get. Because the OP is so good. My God, Remington. I love a good OP. And anybody who likes anime should love a good OP. But this OP, man. Oh, it's so good. I, I didn't orgasm over it like you did, but I thought that it was good. I love me some really... <laughs> it's the jelly all over again. <laughs> oh, no! This is not becoming a running joke! This, uh... If... if, if, if Jelly becomes a running joke. It is easily our worst running joke. And let me just say, Sean, we have a lot of running jokes, which reminds me, have I mentioned how Harry Potter is my favorite <laughs> anime? <laughs> uh, Jelly is my wife. No! <laughs> God damn it! God damn it, Sean! Oh, it's fine. Dylan will probably edit all this out anyways. No, of course he won't. He, he wouldn't let conversations about Jelly stay in the podcast. That's a horrible idea. Yeah, but he's fucking gonna. Uh, All right, well, do we have anything to discuss before we hit the big bad? Honestly, Remington, the things I would love to discuss are things that can really only be discussed after finishing the series, or at the very least getting through half of the second season as in terms of character growth and decisions and the idea of coming of age and emotion and... Uh, just whether or not being special is really all that special because overall, Remington, the big message of this show is you're not all that special, my dude. Yeah, I've seen Incredibles. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm familiar. 
<laughs> it's a it's a it's a bit different, but I get I get the parallel. Incredibles was one of my favorite Pixar movies, <laughs> if not my favorite, just because I love me a good uh good you know family superhero flick. But which that... reminds me, the the antagonist of the first Incredibles, the same trope as Mob's brother. Wow. Okay, let's continue. Okay, fine. <laughs> shut up. All right, but other than all of the wonderful things about this show, Remington, how are you going to piss us all off? All right, I want to firmly establish that overall, I like this show. I don't adore it, but I like it. I like it a little more than One Punch Man, but because I found it so wildly similar, I have one critique that I sort of felt about One Punch Man as well. I don't really care about what happens or especially the characters. I like the characters, but if almost any of them were to die besides Reagan, I wouldn't be disappointed. And that unfortunately is a decent flaw. It's not that they're bad, not that they're unlikable. I do like them. I just don't care about them. I don't have a connection with them. Huh, that is not what I was expecting to come out of your mouth, Remington. I'm full of surprises, Sean. You should know that by now. (laughs) Like, I was expecting to blow up at you in a fury of rage because you said something stupid like, uh, this is a stupid show, or you think that's I mean, it's a stupid show, but it knows it's a stupid show. (laughs) (laughs) We know it's a stupid, it's a well-done stupid show. It has a lot of stupid moments. That's, those stupid moments are one of the biggest reasons why people like it. Yes, but usually in your derogatory way is what I'm referring to. (laughs) Usually you're gonna say it's just, I was expecting something along the lines of weeb trash, or this was just for edgy kids, or just... All kinds of horrible things that you usually say, but that you just don't feel as strong of a connection to the characters as you wanted to. Yeah, and that makes it difficult to properly stay interested. It's something that I'd probably have going on in the background, but it's not really something I want to keep watching religiously. I When I think about, oh, what's going to happen next, I'm just not invested because... It's all good, it's all fine, but I just don't really care. Honestly, Remington, that might be the most fair criticism of a show you've ever made. You know why? Why? Because that's literally just your opinion, my dude. (laughs) That's the podcast. Yeah, but it's literally so much your opinion that I can't get angry at you. That's just the way you feel about the show. I disagree personally, but I can understand where you're coming from where you don't have that same attraction to the characters as I do. And I mean, and I mean, some of that might stem from my uh, connection to Mob specifically and my own uh, trials and tribulations growing up. Because let me tell you, middle school is scary. <laughs> I mean, I, it's been like, uh, God, oh, fuck, it's been a decade. <laughs> Over a decade. I'm old. Oh, See, I've already hit my midlife crisis about the time I was 16, because I assume that I'm going to die before 30. So I've gone <laughs> through that crisis. Oh, uh, God. But, yeah, no, uh, middle school is a dark time, and, yeah, you're probably going to die before 30 because I'm going to kill you. <laughs> if you don't, someone else will. Like, that's just that's just a given. We don't have to worry about that, but, God, over 10 years? Fuck, I'm old. <laughs> uh, you're, 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 very, you're very youthful, Sean. Uh, am I? Uh, compared to, like, many people listening and just in the world, yeah, oh yeah, you're, you're a, a child, basically. Uh, but we're both child, emo- we're both children emotionally, so that's fine. We I mean, that. yeah, I got that. I just didn't think I would still be this concerned about anime when I'm in my mid-twenties. 
Oh, don't worry. You'll be very concerned about anime for the rest of your life. You're a born and bred weeb through and through. And I'm going to convert you one day, son. Uh, don't know about that. But nonetheless, with shows like One Punch Man or Mob Psycho, both of them have qualities that I really, really enjoy and appreciate. They're self-aware. They're clever. They turn many tropes on their head. But they lack, for me, they lack charm. They lack the charm of something like Last Week Laid Back Camp or A Place Further Than the Universe or even a more direct comparison. They lack the charm of something like Slime Reincarnate. Because Slime Reincarnate, it's a shonen down a similar vein. It throws a lot of different tropes in the air. But it just seems a lot more charming, and I care a whole lot more about that than I do about just about anything that happens here. It seems more interesting, more creative. And that's not to say that what happens here is bad. I can totally understand why people like shows like One Punch Man or Mob Psycho 100. But because it doesn't seem to have as much charm, it doesn't quite work for me as much as I would like. Which it is, hits the mind, but it doesn't hit my heart. Which is, again, weirdly just an individualistic thing. It's a fair criticism to have, but I'll tell you this right now, Remington. There are hundreds upon thousands of people who will heavily disagree with you about this till the day you die because they have grown so attached to the characters in this show as well as to the show overall and the message it proclaims to the point where it is one of their favorite anime. In fact, uh, some of the big anime uh, content creators out there uh, on the YouTubes and whatnot have actually shifted this anime to being one of, if not their very favorite anime of all time. And if you value the opinions of uh, these very highly regarded weebs, uh, which, if you're into critically analyzing anime, you should. You should go watch their content and see what if any of their opinions line up with yours. Because let's be honest, we're not experts. <laughs> let's face it. If you're trying to find some anime media creators to match your opinions, this probably ain't the one. Listening to me, you're not going to find agreement the vast majority of the time. Hilariously enough, though, your favorite an anime of all time is one of those creators' favorite anime of all time. It's a great one! And, honestly, Remington, I think it's okay that you have this opinion. I very rarely am going to be the guy that agrees with you on some of your opinions, but I can at least respect your opinion from time to time. This is one of the few times I am willing to respect your choice. Oh man, I didn't get lynched or pitchforked. It's a good episode. Oh uh, well, yeah, I'd say this is a good episode. The only thing is, is you don't have to convince me. You have to convince anybody who listens to us. <laughs> Well, one thing that I've been immensely surprised by, the vast majority of our listeners, very understanding about my opinions. Don't get me wrong, they hate them. <laughs> <laughs> our listeners, uh, we, we've, we've seen the emails. We understand that almost every single one of my opinions are controversial and contrary to what they have. But the vast majority have been very reasonable and understanding, and I appreciate that greatly. And at least until one of them decides to actually set me on fire and pitchfork me to death. Yeah, that'll happen I can appreciate eventually. it till then. <laughs> <laughs> and quite frankly, Remington, that's fine. I'm okay with you dying. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Sean. I appreciate the support. Because like I said, Remington... Like the jelly, I'm stuck to you, and I'm going down with you. All, right, all right, I'm done with the jelly crap. Let's end it now before it gets worse. Very well then, Remington. I have to ask, do you want to watch more Mob Psycho 100th with me? It's pretty good, but I'm probably going to pass on that for now. Fair enough. <laughs>
Thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed our mad ramblings on psychics, emotions, and jelly-based products, then please leave a review on whatever platform you listen on, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, or if you really want to help us grow, word of mouth is the best way to do it. And starting this week, we are going to be periodically releasing links to our new Discord channel, where all you weebs can gather up and insult us in a condensed and localized location. That means I have to learn how Discord works. It's, <laughs> it's one of the few social media platforms I actually understand. <laughs> and if you would like to contact us directly, whether it is for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, then you can either tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter, or you can send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in, and as always, don't fuck your sister. <laughs>